0: Listening to the unscripted, unfiltered, one hundred percent authentic podcast titled "The Arrowhead Attack." It's your host Mike, and of course, we're live. Well, we're live from Oklahoma City, and uh, first things first. There we go. First things first is... uh, Got too excited there. First things first, listen to us on major podcast platforms. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us on YouTube. Like us on Facebook. And uh, follow on Twitter. And I don't know what Twitch is, so subscribe, follow, like. I don't know what that would be. Anyway, we got some big news concerning the podcast, but we will announce that later on in the show later on today. Nonetheless, we got a lot to talk to. Clyde is back, my brother from... The wonderful, beautiful state of Colorado, which might be November due. I might be back up there, so uh, I'll let you know. Nice. But uh Let's get together. Clyde, how are you, sir?
1: I am a little bit well, what? I don't know, jet lagged.
0: <laughs> From the story you told me, I could see that easily.
1: I didn't I didn't fly anywhere, but I worked twenty one hours yesterday into today, so straight.
0: For anybody that's done that before, I know I have. I've done 20, 40-something. It's, uh, dude, yeah. I don't recommend it to all you people out there. You workaholics, don't do it. Seriously, do not do it.
1: That's ridiculous. 40? What the heck were you doing for 40 hours straight?
0: Paycom Center downtown. So we had, a, we had, it was, was it a Thunder? And then a concert? Or was it PBR? Monster Jam Thunder Con- I don't know, something like that. Mm. It, it was insane. It was uh Yeah, no. Dang. So what were you doing? Just like uh So we you know, the business I'm in is a franchisee company. So franchise owners have their own staff, so on and so forth. And so they were short staffed and us being all regional managers, of course, you know, we have to fill in and mm. you know, the rest is history, so
1: yeah, you have you you're the cleanup crew, aren't you? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh brutal. <laughs> brutal. Well, hey man, I do appreciate you guys. Thank you for all that you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Keep up the good work.
0: We're trying, dude. In know, shit. My, we're, <laughs> I'm down in OU. My boss is at the Paycom Center. So, you know, we're we're making it happen. So nice. So we're making America somewhat great again, you know. So
1: hey it, it, th- that's part of it, man. Working hard. It's what makes America great, I think.
0: No, it is. No. I'd rather earn my money than than beg for people for it. So mm-hmm. but nonetheless, Clyde, we got a lot to talk about. The Broncos really mm, I don't know where we're gonna start with this one. One and one Denver, of course, the season opener. We're gonna recap uh going back to last week. The season opener in Seattle was nothing but uh disappointing and then uh, of course houston saw some light but a lot of concern before we really dig deep what's your oversight i know it's just two games and obviously peyton manning when he first started with denver was a little shaky but uh mm-hmm. what's your thoughts so far on this one-on-one start to the 22 season
1: i'm concerned with the coach the head coach especially yep uh it seems like he's in over his head i don't know you know, he hasn't really called plays in a long time Mm -hmm. and it's really showing right now. So to, to make that jump from OC to head coach, that's a big jump, man. But to do it and be the play caller at the same time, that's an even bigger jump. And I don't know if he gave that level of jump and responsibility enough credit. It kind of seems like, I don't know. He He's just not really... I mean, obviously he's serious, but it doesn't seem like he's taking it as seriously as he needs to.
0: No, I, I'm about with you on that one. So far he hasn't really shown me much With for the fact that we're right back into... Here we go again with these coordinator coaches. Vic Vangina was... Eh. Vance Joseph, we all know how that happened. I mean, Josh McDaniels, we know how that happened. Mm-hmm. He's... Gary Kubiak for you know, is an exception, but yeah, I'm with you. The, the 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 time management in this so far has been horrendous. I've never seen a team with so much talent. You got right. a Pro Bowl MVP, Super Bowl winner quarterback. I'm sure, you know, I guess you can say first ballot Hall of Famer, but in Russell Wilson. But this team looks absolutely disorganized. No one knows anything. What's going on? and the play calling is questionable at very best.
1: Well, they're moving the ball, though. It's, it's, it's such a weird – I don't know. Have they had a three and out yet? I don't know if they have. So, I mean, there are signs of life there that are really intriguing to me, yeah. uh, especially with sustained drives. They're doing a really good job with sustaining drives, but once they get down – close to the uh, you know red zone into the end zone they just i don't know what the word is but shit down their leg i don't know it's it's, it's bad dude i don't know what they're doing down there
0: well, it goes back to this the Seattle game, on you know, and people's like, well, you guys lost. Well, okay, we have overall record, yeah. We find the final score, yes, we lost. But you know, if you think about it, you got uh, Melvin Gordon fumbled in the go in the red zone, in the in in the red zone. You have Javante literally fumbled at the goal line. No, they both
1: fumbled at the goal line.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's right yeah melvin court one yard line one yard line so yeah both foot touch uh, touchdowns or would be touchdowns fumble at the Mm -hmm. end zone then you had russell wilson and his real quick pitch throw that would that was a touchdown that got called back by penalties Mm -hmm. and dude i've never seen a penalized team so far in my life from what we've what we've done so far
1: i've never seen a broncos team this for sure they are undisciplined to say the least
0: I'm guessing Jerry Judy's okay from what I heard he Mm seemed like he should be a go for San Francisco which would be another tough test Um, PS2 was out majority of the game against houston i believe i sound i'm guessing he, i haven't heard back from him so i don't know or not from him but about him i should say i don't know if he's good but the offense isn't bad like you said and i agree with you 100 they're marching down the field mm-hmm. but these turnovers and these fourth down calls and we all know about the field goal one uh, <clears throat> they're really killing us
1: yeah I feel i, I don't want to beat a dead horse but that's the dumbest that was one of the dumbest play calls in the history of sports
0: he had i think if i recall right going back to the seattle game week one for all you listeners out there i want to say when we had the ball inside seattle territory or very close to it we had like what 50 seconds 47 mm-hmm. seconds with two timeouts they three, should have em- three times three all we three. should have immediately called a timeout correct because i still think you know i say would have went for it regardless On that fourth down, but Mm -hmm. you would have at least had a better selection. I don't know why we wasted so much, so much time from that 50 ish mark to 20 ish mark. I don't understand what we were doing. And then, of course, the field goal attempt. I just can't believe you're paying the guy 200 and whatever, how much he's making, 64, 69, whatever it might be, uh, Russell Wilson, and you end up kicking the field that yeah it will he had the leg just a little to the left i in san francisco it's gonna be tough dude i i mean i still think this team make it to playoffs. i still think this team can win but they got mm-hmm. a lot to work on and that coach mr Nathaniel <laughs> hackett needs to really pull up his pants asap yeah um the honeymoon in denver is over with that guy they're already booing him it's um the boo birds were loud and clear on sunday ooh, versus houston can you believe that dude already and they i i don't know if they were booing
1: i don't know if they were booing russ but it, they, i know for sure they were booing the coach they were they're really pissed off at
0: him i would say it's probably a mixture if i had to guess Really, what what would you what would you be booing russ for well, I mean, what was he four for fifteen right before half, something like that? I don't know. I mean, again, that goes back to play call. And, Again, you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I could see with that. I don't know. I guess it depends on who you are. If I had a hundred, if I had to put a hundred bucks down on a bet, I would say more than Nathaniel Hackett getting booed. Yeah, then I would say Russ. But but
1: Russ missed some open put i mean javante williams down in the red zone was wide dude Mm -hmm. nobody was even in the screen with him and he was in front of russ 10 yards away man less than 10 maybe five yards away from him like hi throw me the ball i had 11 catches last week yep and he doesn't even look at him it was like what are we doing man I I don't know. It's uh it's concerning to say the least. There's some there's some head scratching going on for sure.
0: Yeah, and um that special teams is bad. That kick returning, punt returning, especially against Seattle it was horrendous. Montreal well, uh, Washington wasn't very Good, I don't know, you know, last week I guess it was okay ish. Defense, is, um, I mean, I still like the defense.
1: The, no, the defense is balling yeah.
0: out of control, dude.
1: Um, the, the, the kid good. that came in for uh Sertan in mm-hmm. the second half, um, they just drafted him. I think his name is uh Mathis.
0: Mm-hmm. I know you're talking about
1: kind of a baller, dude. <laughs> Watch out for that guy i think they really want him to step up and be the number two next year
0: i could see that well yeah because i mean you got uh well kareem jackson is going to be i'm sure a free agent after this year yeah so
1: oh and caden stearns came in and uh Mm -hmm. for an injured russell uh justin simmons i almost said russell simmons was like (laughs) death comedy jam
0: up in here (laughs) <laughs> the way we play, dude. I mean, or the way we coach, I should say. Right? You can. You What's can your favorite death
1: game record? Can... <laughs> um, I don't know if Russell. I don't even think Justin Simmons listens to Russell Simmons music. So, uh, I, he strikes uh, me as a classical music I kind would. of guy. Yeah, I could see that. Well, he's he listens to Wagner before the game. <laughs> I don't know. What what do you think Justin Justin Simmons is Just, on what do you think's on his playlist?
0: You know, I hate saying that. I could see him being that type. Right. PS PS two's all all rap. I could easily see him that.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: Justin Simmons, I could see I like PS two. Oh. Justin Simmons, I could see him being classical. Yeah. What do you think Randy Gregory's is?
1: Randy Gregory's a dog, dude. Yeah, he is. I think he's got some DMX. He's probably rocking the DMX before the game. <laughs> <laughs> he's pre- he barks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. No, no, Randy he's a dog, Gregory's man. Balling. He is yeah.
1: balling out of control, dude.
0: Dr- Draymond Jones is another baller, dude. He's been mm-hmm. dog- he's, he's a big dog right now. No, I like our Eight. defense. Our offense talent wise is really good. Our, it's just our yeah. really it's our chemistry on the offense and the play call and time management on the head coach and the coordinator is on the way on head coach. It's really, really bad.
1: Yeah. I don't know how long you uh you wait on that for a rookie coach. Nick, do you wait all year? Do you well, wait a couple games? What what do you do?
0: Well, I was about to ask you that. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say, bring it already up two games in, but if this thing don't get, you know, the, and the comment that he made after the game was, "Yeah, I was right there with the fans," you know, being referring to fans booing and this not something else, then fix the issue, dude. Mm. I mean, he when he said that comment after the game, when they said, "Well, what do you think about the fans booing you?" right before halftime, and yeah. he came out and because they were boo- they were booing, came yeah, out and he right. said, "Well, you know, I could see yeah. that. I was in my head, I was booing with them." They mm. fix the issue, dude. You're the mm. reason why they're booing. That they're booing you. Mm. So,
1: I don't know who you give play calling duty to, but that'd be the first thing I would do is look to see if there's another play caller on my on my staff.
0: Is it? What's his name? Odo.
1: Yeah, the offensive coordinator. I don't know what's his name. They don't even yeah. show him on TV. It's just no, they don't. I'm, it's I'm, Coach Hackett. I think it's uh,
0: yeah. Justin Alton. Outen. Outen, yeah.
1: I don't know I don't know if you give him play calling duty. He was a tight ends coach last year. I don't know if he can call plays.
0: Justin Alton has an offense. But let's see. Butch Berry's their offensive line coach. No. What about Clint? Clint Kubiak. That, that's an interesting ooh. The passing game coordinator.
1: That's an inter uh,
0: That's an interesting. Do you let him give a shot? No. <laughs> Can I get the monkey off his back.
1: <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I, I will say there's a whole lot of like un untested right now. They're very, very green. So we're gonna have to grow with them. It's just as simple as that. Well, exactly, and Bronco's yeah. country is not we're we're not prepared for more time. Wasted. We're ready now. You
0: can't afford it, dude.
1: We do it six years, bro,
0: yeah, we cannot afford to I'm looking through their, their coaching roster. I'm not seeing anybody that really absolutely would just like, oh, absolutely him.
1: no, nobody um, it's green man,
0: yeah, it's gonna be Nathaniel Hackett cause I'm not seeing a single single soul on this team that I would put my hands trust my hands.
1: What would you uh, – why do you think it's taken so long to get the plays called?
0: Well, I don't know, dude, and that's the thing. Because, you know, Russ said it was – you know, the they, the excuse was it was so loud in Seattle. Okay, fair enough. I'll give yeah. you guys that one Cause it yeah. oh, because it was – Yeah, man. Dude, on Reference TV, fans. I literally, like – you could hear the fans yelling. Dude, they dude, won they, that game for them. Oh, That's absolutely, they get steamer the next week. Go figure. But, they were a um, one point difference in that game for sure. If it wasn't for the fans, dude, they walked in. Maybe not a maybe not a big win, but they walk into whatever the field's called now and and uh, take care yeah. of business. They win by seventeen points. Well, they should have won by seventeen points. Right,
1: they would without that crowd. They would have yeah. won by seventeen points. It, it was that they were that good that night.
0: But to answer your question, why is it taking so long? You know, that's a good question. I don't understand because immediately the second that, that pl- the, the play goes down, Nathaniel really should be, okay, here we go. Let's Now let's speed up this thing. Yeah. Instead, it's almost, what is it, 15 seconds left until they finally break the huddle and then nine seconds. Dude, it got so embarrassing that the fans mm-hmm. are starting to help him. Counting down, five, four, yeah. And- you know, and the Javante kinda joked about it. Oh, we may have them have to help the rest of the year. Dude, that's not funny. Mm-mm. This is embarrassing, dude. Yep. No, uh
1: yeah, no. Um, my buddy went to the game and he was saying that it it was they everybody was counting every play clock. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that is embarrassing.
0: It's it's sad.
1: Do you think Do you think he's sending in two or three plays to Russ and letting Russ pick the one he wants to run in the huddle?
0: I didn't think I didn't think about that one.
1: Are they giving Russ too much authority to call plays? Ooh. Hmm. Should they just get just call a play and say, Hey Russ, this is the play we're calling, run it.
0: I could see that
1: you might have a check with me, you know, like check with me if it's a blitz or whatever, <clears throat> or they only These have six in are... the box. You can check to a run, but.
0: Do you think that uh, Nathaniel's maybe giving him multiple plays? Hey, here's what, yeah. here's about, let's just say three. Here's your three mm-hmm. plays. See what you yeah. check on defense and then pick the one you think is working.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of feels like that, man. I don't know. Well, I just, it seems like he calls plays quickly. You know, he's talking. He's pointing out the play right away after the play. He's saying the play. He's giving him a play call. But it seems like he's giving him two or three, mm-hmm. and they're actually having a conversation. Like, right? what are you? What are you guys doing? Stop talking.
0: Well, exactly. Move. Yeah, because by the time they break, it's at 11 seconds. Dude, Mm -hmm. if you're going to check, if you're going to audible, dude, you need to make this thing quick. Exactly. If you're going to check downfield, like, all right, hey, oh, oh, crap. Then you get the fans now counting down for you. I don't know. I mean, like you said, the honeymoon's over, obviously, in Denver with the you Hackett and Russ. San Francisco comes to town this week. That's going to be a tough one. I know they lose Trey Lance for the season. Jimmy G looked good. I mean, San Francisco's a good team.
1: Uh, I think they upgraded their quarterback position.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because Jimmy came in and balled out. Well, didn't ball out, but he didn't make any mistakes. He played Jimmy G football.
0: He got them the W. Mm-hmm.
1: And and they run the offense I wish the Broncos were. I don't know why they get, the Broncos get away from the run game just so fast, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that's what was one thing that was helping them against Seattle in the first half. Javante and a little bit of Gordon, but more mainly Javante. Mm-hmm. Dude, they ran down Seattle's throat like it was nothing. Yep. And then in the second half, well, we're going to pass. We're going to pass. Why are we passing? I feel bad for Agreed. the defense. Agreed. I mean,
1: you rack up 350 yards of offense, but you're only scoring 16 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not worried just yet. Now, me either. We lose, we lose to, you know, if we lose to San Francisco, and if we start losing to, I'm looking through the schedule right here. Okay. If we start, if we start losing to this Frisco, and then we lose to the Raiders the following Ooh. week, I'll say I'll give us the win against the Colts. But if we start losing to the Gi- uh, Chargers, and then the, you know, the next three games you go, or next four games you go one and three, oh. I'm going to be a little... I'm going to be more concerned at this point.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. If we start out, let's say, two and six, I don't think Hackett's... I don't think... He's on a hot seat, man. He's mm. a one and gunner because it doesn't get easier going into the buy. That's for well, sure. no, be,
0: No, exactly. And... He, because they have, well, of course, it's now slow. No, because you look at the bye. You know they they finish off before headed into the bye. They finish finish off with the Jets and the Jaguars, yeah, whatever. But then after the bye week, you got Tennessee. You got, of course, the Raiders again. You got Baltimore, Carolina. Who you don't know what kind of team you're gonna get, but they right. might beat you, Baltimore. Kansas City, Arizona, which is gonna have a healthier offense with DeAndre Hopkins back. You mm-hmm. gotta go to Rams on Christmas Day. You gotta go to yeah. Kansas City the following week and you finish off with the Chargers.
1: That's I mean, rough, with the exception yeah. of
0: potentially Carolina, all those all those games are losable games.
1: Uh, I mean, any given Sunday in the NFL, but I think mm-hmm. every game at this point is a losable game. Oh absolutely but every game is a winnable game too at the same time with the way the defense is playing and the way the offense is you know methodical up and down the field until they get into the red zone get these play calls and some some of these penalties under control and now maybe you know you can put a 35 spot up on somebody
0: they're going to have excuse me they're going to have to figure something out because Man, dude, I can't afford another losing season, dude. I'm just gonna be a straight <laughs> honest with you. I can't do another one. I can't either, bro. Um, I,
1: I found myself rooting for the Bills yesterday,
0: dude. Speaking of the for, Bills, uh, Monday night, I guess. Do not, do they not look scary,
1: bro? They're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. We called that.
0: Yeah, I mean that's they're the best team in the league
1: by far. They are. They're. They're. Uh it's the bills and then there's like a big gap and then there's the middle of the pack and then there's you know the bottom
0: who's the bottom who's the worst team right now well we're borderline on it um talking about like overall standings wise or just a team in general
1: No, just like what you've seen in the last couple of weeks. Who who's the worst team in football right now?
0: Cincinnati Damn. I know that's a personal vendetta against them, but still <laughs>
1: That, gives you, that shows you how much parity there is in the league,
0: though. You know? No, and, no, exactly. I know we in the NFL preview, we all kind of got into it with when Dan made the thing and, and Jamie stepped in and everybody else thought I was going crazy with Joe Burrow. But right now, I mean, look at it. That offensive line isn't protecting them. He's seen more grass than he did a like year ago. And that offense, mm. my thing is you guys lost to Pittsburgh. Not a good loss. And you Ooh. lost to Dallas, who lost Dak. And I don't even know who the starting quarterback even is. Cooper Rush. There you go. I mean, he lost to backup quarterbacks Mm. the first two weeks. So, I mean, I would throw them in the mix. Um, Wow. um, Tennessee, you know, they could, you can probably, probably you might, you know, I don't, I think
1: Tennessee, Tennessee is not winning that South this year at
0: all. Dude, that South is so wide open. I told you Jacksonville's going to win it. I think they are. That, that South is so wide open because, I mean, Houston could have easily beat Denver. Yep. Um, Tennessee, I don't know what in the world's going on there. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis, I don't know. Matt they realize, Yeah, Matt Ryan's not the guy, obviously. Um, and his better days are way past him. Mm-hmm. And um, who am I missing?
1: Oh, Jacksonville. Jack-a-ville. Jacksonville won twenty-seven to nothing over the Indy over the Indies.
0: You know, I want to take that back. I think it's Tennessee. If you if you ask for who probably the worst team, at least in the AOC, is because mm-hmm. if you look at their out if they look at their points forward again and versus against, dude, they're being they're drastically outscored. They've already they're lit. Mm-hmm. their um so far they scored twenty-seven points and get up sixty-nine, so a difference of thirty-five points
1: just two games
0: with what Dang. some people thought could be a potential Super Bowl continue which I thought that was a little outrageous right but but um and then you look at the NFC it's really you know Atlanta's is what we thought Carolina whatever Um the Atlanta's
1: played pretty well though I mean they've played some good teams tough
0: I mean look at the Rams they almost came back and beat them mm-hmm So, what's your thoughts on the Eagles? Jalen Hurts balled out Monday night. See now that
1: that guy in the red zone, those touchdowns that he scored running the ball, that was those were Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. That's who I thought Russell was. But so Jalen Hurts might be Russell Wilson 2.0. Man, he looks Mm -hmm. he looks undeniable. That was a good game. They they put one on Minnesota. And Minnesota's a pretty decent team, yeah.
0: Yeah, they got they got talent. They can win. So it's not like you know, they beat somebody that well they play in Detroit, dude. I know it's early, but two and zero Detroit. Are they really two and zero? I believe so. Let's see. Nope, 1-0-1. They lost back. Week one and one. Yep, one and one.
1: Yeah, they lost week one, right? Yep. But they won a big game this week. dude, those are the teams that you love to root for, man. I, I I hope that the I hope that the Lions are a good team this year. They got some really good pieces.
0: I like it, and um, you know, of course, uh, Mac Jones. Who would have thought oh. the Giants started? Or Daniel Jones? Who would have thought the Giants yeah. would have started two and zero? Again, it's early. I mean, they can still lose the next fifteen games. I'm not saying everybody puts yeah their hands and paper down, but. Well, I think Saquon's back. Hmm.
1: Hey, if you got a guy like Saquon Barkley who's healthy, man, I mean, that offense it looks a lot different. Makes the defense look a lot different.
0: Well, and Daniel Jones, you know, the Giants didn't renew his uh, fifth play fifth year player option too. So, this might be a motivation for him to pull it up and put his uh, mouth to work or whatever we call it. I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound That's right. What
1: no, is That's what I need to do. Get my math working. No, I, Yeah. I think. Uh, that didn't sound yeah that, yeah.
0: yeah, that wasn't what I meant, but. You no, know. <laughs> I know. That's not what I meant either. Shit, I don't know yeah. why I said that. <laughs> All right,
1: Clyde. Well, let us know, so, what you know really Dude, from. I told you, man. I'm, I'm running on empty, bro. <laughs>
0: no, I feel you. I've been there. No, I, I get it. Dude, Miami. Mm. Man. Oh man. I know Kansas City doesn't mm. miss Tyreek, but they I, I still think they're gonna miss him. Boy, two has got him something down there and going to Miami. Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: And their coach, dude, he just has that swag about him, man. That's another goofball coach, but there's something about him that I don't think Hackett has the same thing that Mike Mack does.
0: Well, no, and that's why I thought, you know, when I was crazy, when I said, well, if you look at it, you could easily see Tua being a better quarterback because simply because Mm -hmm. of Mike McDaniels. Mm -hmm. Look what he did with uh, Herbert, and Herbert's still shiny even without him. I baller, mean, dude. this dude can, co- I mean, well, obviously he's, you know, he's a good coach.
1: Yeah, he is a good coach.
0: And see, I ain't going to lie. I thought Denver should have really pursued him.
1: Hmm. He's from Denver, by the way. He's from Aurora. Yeah. So it's good to see him having success, you know, being a Colorado kid.
0: I'm looking real close. Do you know um, who his
1: best buddy is? Who? Oh, man. Ah, it's gonna make me mad that I can't think of his name. Comedian from Denver. Um, he's on billions. Oh, oh um, stand up comic. Help me out. Oh, dang it. It'll come to me in my sleep. Tracy Morgan? No, no, no. Hold on. Now. Josh Boyd. Jo- no? Can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay, good. Hold on.
0: (sighs) Kevin Fitzgerald. What's his name? Kevin Fitzgerald? No. Age-wise, what are we looking at?
1: His age, like 40, 35, 40. Oh, man. That's going to bug me. I got to figure out what his name (laughs) is. Who's Mike McDaniels? (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna ask Google real quick. Mike, we're asking Google. <laughs> I'm Googling it right now. Come on, Google Mike McDaniel's friend. And is it Andrew or Vidal?
0: <laughs> no, Roy?
1: Josh Blue. Oh, Dan great. Soder. Dan Soder. There you go. Do you know Dan Soder? Yes, hilarious.
0: So he's, oh, absolutely. So he's best friend with uh, Mike McDaniel's.
1: Yeah, those two grew up. They they grew right. up like two two houses apart in in Aurora. That's what's up. Yeah. So which which is I mean, he went on uh Rogan and did a podcast with Rogan. And he's like, "Yeah, I was down, you know, on the Super Bowl for the Super Bowl and that was pretty cool." And he's like, yeah, you know, they lost, but it was cool to see, you know, my best buddy uh, coaching the team. Right. And he he was talking about uh, when he was coaching the Niners. And he got to go down onto the, the field after the game because Mike McDaniel got him down there. That was neat. I was like, oh, damn, small world. That's what's up. So, yeah, that's cool. Anyway. They're, he's a goofball. He's funny. You know what I mean? It's But that energy is contagious. Yep. Sometimes, you know, when you win, it's great, and somehow he's connecting with his players. They all love him. They seem to love him now. But I don't know if that's the same thing here in Denver with uh, our goofball coach.
0: He brings... <laughs> you know, I like the energy he brought in... Uh... OTAs and I thought he did decent okay with preseason but mm. I do you he didn't start
1: any of his starters he didn't play any no. of his starters in mm. preseason. do you think that's having an I effect think
0: I you know a lot of people brought that up and I could see where some people would think that mm. because you know and that's why a lot you know I get why they don't want to play Russ in the preseason but these guys got to get some snaps in I mean, yeah, something.
1: Well, if nothing else, just to get game ready. You know, like, hey, we're going to call these plays. This is how it's going to look. We're, you know, we need we need to get these plays called in. Well, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, that's the most basic thing, is getting the play called in, But
0: I think that's the biggest question, is why is it taking so long? From Hackett to Russ, mm. and Russ to really, to the offensive team and from the snap?
1: Well, I don't think it's Russ. I don't think, you know, Russ has been calling plays for 10 years. I don't Mm -hmm. think he's having a problem there. Or maybe he is. I don't know. Is it a new offense? I don't know. New terminology? Who knows?
0: Not concerned yet, but...
1: uh... (laughs) It might just be one of those things. You It has to take time. The only thing that you can do is wait it out it'll get i mean it's one of those things that's definitely not going to stay this way it's definitely going to be something that they'll improve on and get fixed (laughs) Well, i hope so but we don't have any more time like one week okay we can i i'll give you i'll give you the seahawks and the 12s were too loud and i'll give you that i'll concede that you just tip the cap to those to those fans because they can't they they brought
0: it. Well, they brought it, and you know you can sit but at those, home. They, yeah.
1: unacceptable. Unacceptable at home, dude.
0: Well, and you can sit there and say, "What well, was an emotional night for Russ?" Okay, fair enough. From him coming back to Seattle to the fans. Okay, chop that one up. But Houston, though, mm-hmm. there there is no way that we should have struggled against Houston. None. Well.
1: struggling on the field is one thing, but struggling with mental lapses, that is another, a whole other thing that cannot be tolerated.
0: Well, no, and the penalties have got to get better.
1: Yeah, that's all part of that mental stuff, because it's all like pre-snap penalties, man.
0: Just trying to see what we're even
1: it feel it feels like a lot of pre-snap penalties like delay games and false starts and mm-hmm. you know those are getting old quick i don't think the defense the defense isn't really they're not they're not penalized too much but dang man these pre-snap penalties you can't have any of them is Mm-mm. what we're saying like what were they penalized 13 for 100 last week <laughs> And twelve for a hundred the
0: week I, noticed, I know I know against Seattle was was twelve for 106, I believe let me check here. I it's to too say much was, man. yeah regardless it was Details um, and each- it was way it was way too much, and two hundred uh, yards and penalties already unacceptable. For any team, I don't care if you're Denver or if you're Tampa Bay or if you're Buffalo. Even if you're team, Oakland dude, that's Raider, just insane. It's too much, man. Well, Oakland, dude, <laughs> they. I think they realized they made a mistake on a head coach, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland. Sucks,
1: or wherever they're at now, Vegas.
0: Vegas. Oh, yeah, Vegas.
1: Still yeah. Oakland. It, it's, it's, it's still, still open. It's still Oakland to me. Dude. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't. I, we have to beat... We're going to... We got to beat their ass, right? October 2nd. So. October 2nd. We're, we're putting one on them, dude.
0: Dude. Um, I... First off, the fact that they blew a huge lead against the Cardinals and allowed them to to come back and win an over well, win in overtime on their mistake it was a scoop and score and there yeah. they go. But uh,
1: Butterfingers Renfro dropping the church's money. Yep. Or in Vegas, what do they call it? what do they call it? It's not the church's money in Vegas. Oh uh, it was the um Mafia the Mafia ma- of money mm-hmm. dropping that 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 uh Don Corleone cheddar.
0: Can't be having that. So you look at do you look now the Raiders? A lot of people's yeah. playoff team favorite. Me? Really, yeah, yours definitely. So they're headed into Tennessee. They're facing Tennessee, Tennessee, who ranks 27th in offense, 25th in defense, passing, and rushing. Mm. Then, you get, then you get Vegas, who's 23rd in offense, and they're 17th on defense, they're 11th in passing. But dude, mm. they're 30th in rushing. Yeah. And, jo- well, I mean, let's talk, I mean, Josh Jacobs. Hmm but i'm telling you josh mcdaniels and those two games and i don't want nobody to think oh you well, guys are already freaking out these guys are examining who sucks and who's this it's only two games in mm-hmm. but i read i think i watched a game i don't know who it was if it was dallas or it was somebody that no team that started um if you started uh what was it oh and two you never started the playoffs or something made the playoffs something like that you know? Well, I know
1: the Cowboys. The Cowboys started out like zero and two in and '95 and won the Super Bowl. So, mm-hmm. but these aren't the '95 Cowboys.
0: No, not even close.
1: And yeah, they uh, got a lot of work to do. That's another one. I'm glad they suck. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> what, a, what a Raider thing to do, man, below a 20-point lead.
0: 20-point lead. It's a Raider thing, dude, to fumble in overtime. And practically, there was – what? how many minutes was left? Two or three? I mean, it was I close to being a tie. Yeah, they it was – fumbled it. Here comes the Cardinals with the scoop and score, and the rest is history. So,
1: Yeah, I think, I think Renfro fumbled twice in overtime.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They got one back, and then that one was the scoop and score. Butterfingers Patrick, McGee
0: Patrick Soutan uh, Will be starting on Sunday Versus the 49ers Dude I can't mm-hmm. wait for that matchup PS2 against Debo Samuel Debo's a baller dude Dude that's a nice mm-hmm. matchup mm-hmm.
1: Yeah they got some playmakers uh, Over there yeah uh, <clears throat> got some really, really talented players. Their running game, though, they're all hurt, dude. They just signed... Who did they sign? They just signed a running back off the street.
0: Yeah, I know you're talking... Is that, was it that Wilson Jr., whatever it is? I don't know.
1: It's a guy who we... He's been around the league, but he just got signed up because they're losing all their running backs. Interesting. Yeah, so... Hopefully, they have to have Garoppolo beat them through the air, and that would be playing right into our hands, literally.
0: Well, absolutely. And now we're looking at the Broncos and 49ers. Broncos ranked seventh in the offense. The uh, Niners ranked 15th on the offense. The defense tells a story. Denver ranks 10th in the league, and the Niners ranked 28th in the league. Now, remind you, there's 32 teams out there for all you guys that don't know. That, that didn't know that. Passing uh passing <laughs> passing is eighth for Denver, surprisingly, eighth in the league. And then uh twenty-ninth in the league for San Francisco, and then rushing uh is gonna be interesting. Um fourth for the Niners and tenth for the uh the Broncos. <coughs> tenth,
1: and they're not even really running the ball that much, man.
0: No. This
1: Broncos offense could be the number one rushing offense in the league. Mm-hmm very very easily with a little more commitment to the run and see and this run game this is where i have my tinfoil hat on right now is that i think they're letting russ call the play that he wants to pick in the huddle and then russ picks the play and that's why they're getting away from the run game i think russ wants to throw the ball I don't know how many quarterbacks are going to go. You know what? I, I'd rather just hand the ball off here nine straight times. It, it feels a little quarterbacky to me.
0: I think Rush will. If he'll eventually figure this out. I just really think. I. I, I think it's something that we talked about. I really do think that it's the fact that this team really hasn't played, if any at all, during a preseason. I think he's really starting to show. However, it doesn't give the excuse of why Nathaniel Hackett's time management is horrendous.
1: I mean, he's my age, dude. did you not play Madden? I mean, exactly. That's part of Madden is is knowing how to use your timeouts correctly. And I don't know what these guys are doing with timeouts. I don't I don't I don't know why it's such a hard What is that
0: about? No, it goes back to time management. I, I just, you know, I think it goes back to Houston. I think, uh, if I remember right, um, they had a burner timeout because strictly because Russ or somebody didn't realize how low the play clock was. I think they
1: used at least one, and that was that was like early in the second half. Mm -hmm. Dude, you guys came out of, you didn't address that in the locker room. Like, come on, boy! What are we doing? See, and that's that's why the the fans just don't have time. We're we're not gonna we're not gonna sit on our hands anymore, man.
0: Well, we're frustrated. We've been through enough as it is. You exactly. brought in, traded two first rounds. Could have or could not have been a future Denver. We don't really know, and that's fine. But mm-hmm. you bring in a quarterback. You gave away quite a bit. I mean, Drew Lockney, whatever. But you know, Noah Fant was decent, and and uh, you know, Shelby Harris on that defense a lot. I can tell he was a little sour taste after the Seattle game. Obviously, still. But
1: oh my god, that was the worst. Yeah. I, I want to be on the record and say that I hate Shelby Harris.
0: I thought the way, even though I, and I get it's a business, and I get these players take it personal because you know they love Denver and this that something else. And I don't blame it. I when I went there in May, uh, Memorial Day weekend, yeah, I could see why everybody loves Denver. But I mean, guys, it's a business. But yeah, he took it too personal. And then at the end of Seattle, he's mumbled and this that something else, and he says, "Let's ride." Right. I'm like, "Shut up."
1: Yeah, he kind of flipped the fans off on his way out because we weren't giving Fangio. We we weren't crying tears for that guy. I don't know. I don't know what he wants, man. And then and then he said something about a rookie getting his ninety six number mm-hmm.
0: in Denver. Like, dude, this year. What do you? Yeah, like what He's do like, you expect? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. hold on hold on let me let me through it i'm gonna literally like bar you know uh bouncer toss this kid <laughs> <up the chair. laughs>
0: Wildcly is handling his personal biz. Uh, Denver, of course, uh, going one on one with the with a close win against Houston. And of course, we're going back to week one when Shelby Harris kind of made some comments at the end of the game. No, I mean, I get he's probably a sour taste, this, and something else. Like, dude, you're in a new place. Just deal with it at this point. It's a big
1: Yeah, the list. Let's Ride thing. That was uh, good for you, Shelby. He looks like he smells like like Fritos. (laughs) Uh, I wonder. He smells like old gym socks. I bet you.
0: I was thinking I could easily see where he works out and he doesn't take a shower.
1: Yeah, totally. He looks like that guy. He looks like sweaty gym sock guy.
0: Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I could see that, though.
1: Yeah, good for you, Shelby. Everybody loves you, as long as you socially distance.
0: <laughs> not because of COVID.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what do you think? I, I got to get your input because I saw him a few times on the sideline, not as much as I was really hoping. Uh, what do you think, Drew Locke thought when he uh, when he was on the uh, when he saw Denver's helmet, but the fact that he wasn't. Uh, the fact that he wasn't as a Bronco. What do you think was going through Drew Locke's head?
1: I'm going to go with, I think he was thinking about
0: biscuits. (laughs) Not Starbucks coffee?
1: He might have been thinking about Starbucks. And like, I I just want to say, I think he was thinking about biscuits a lot. I don't know why, but that's Drew Locke. He thinks about, who knows what he's thinking? It's not football. <laughs> I think I think his dad because his dad owns a restaurant mm-hmm. in the Kansas City area, yep. and I think that he was really likes their biscuits, and I think that's what he was thinking about. So if you're ever in Lee Summit, Missouri, look for Drew Locke's dad and pick up some biscuits. Hmm. But I think that's what he's thinking about. I don't. I don't have mu- I don't like Drew Locke. I don't. I don't know if you know this or not.
0: Yeah, I knew that from last year. Yeah, and the, the year prior, and <laughs> the year prior a, to
1: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am not a big Drew Locke guy. I don't. i I'm, I hope that comes through loud and clear.
0: Okay, so the question then: What if uh-huh. we randomly just? In Denver, I don't know why he would be in Denver, but let's just, let's just go run with it. What if Drew Locke, what if randomly you just happen to see Drew Locke just for the heck of it? I'm just playing devil's advocate. In Denver, or somewhere mm-hmm. in Colorado. Not so much Denver, I don't care where it's at. Colorado yeah. Springs, I don't care. Thornton, Westminster, whatever it might be. Okay. What would you do if uh, if you saw Drew Locke and be like, hey Drew Locke, would you say anything to him? Like, oh, I was Drew Locke and just continue walking. Um...
1: Probably not. I wouldn't I mean, say anything. I would just be like, "There's Drew luck <laughs> <laughs> dude. I don't like the guy. I Literally, don't like him, man. I, he's probably a great guy. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know him from E from Adam. So I have no idea. But no, I probably wouldn't say anything to so him. I don't. I don't know. Probably not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out of my way to like be mean to him. I wouldn't be like, "You suck." <laughs> I just hey there's Drew Locke.
0: <laughs> you want not tell your wife okay? Hey, maybe? he's trying to go. Where? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be my interaction with Drew Locke. Oh God. <laughs> That's the joke, dude. Okay. Here's the joke. Let me break it down. The other day, I saw Drew Locke walking down the street. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, there's Drew Locke. And he goes, where? (laughs) 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 It's funny. It's funny because he's dumb.
0: He, I can tell, like he's probably that kid that was probably made fun of in high school, even though he was the starting quarterback of the high school team. You think I he
1: could, was? He was not. He's never been shoved into a locker.
0: Dude, he looks like he at least once. You think?
1: I mean, maybe, maybe, I would, maybe I would middle school. I don't know. I want to shove him into a locker right now. <laughs> but I don't think he has. I don't. I honestly don't. I think he's been young Jeezy his whole life.
0: And so what were- kind of music do you think he listens to rap yeah i can see that
1: yeah tech nine i can see him dr- r- rocking some tech nine <laughs> that's his boy which is good i mean don't get me wrong i love tech nine i, I love tech Nine. i love jeezy too so <laughs> he's got decent taste in, in in his raps but outside of that he's Not very bright.
0: I don't know, just to me and then we'll obviously move on from Drew, but Thank you. Yeah. I just I don't know. I I don't think he looks very like he's all mentally there. No. Because if you look at him against Seattle or against Denver in week one, when they do show flashes of him on the sideline, he kind of was off in the distance. Like Mm -hmm. mentally he's not like with with us on the on Earth. Totally. So.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Like, he's got those dead eyes, like thinking about biscuits. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking about, man. He's literally, <laughs> he's literally dumb. <laughs> Sorry, lock you're dumb. Going from dumb.
0: Going from you know,
1: dumb. This is the guy that went that, that that went in on his day off and then called in sick on, on game day.
0: On okay. game. Jesus. Good job, Dude. Drew.
1: Good job, Drew. Good job, Drew. That's our guy. That's our quarterback. <laughs> That's the house. Came in on a Tuesday. Came in on his day off. Oh okay.
0: Speaking of, anyway. Yeah, speaking yeah. of quarterbacks, moving on from one person that obviously nobody likes to in Denver to another one that nobody likes, but you got to respect the man, Tom Brady. Have you seen Tom Brady's face? Yeah. What is up with that? He's all sunken in. Uh, well, he
1: hasn't had added sugar in like seventeen years, so at some point you just start sinking, eating yourself. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, and
0: is he getting divorced, dude? Is there? So is there I a heard a podcast, the, shout, out Robert, shout out to Robin. Shout out to Robin. Chris uh, lo, listen to the podcast on Monday or Tuesday. Anyway, uh, I think it was Monday. Um, so they talked about that too. Rumors mm-hmm. have it. Yes, he's getting divorced because simply because his wife wants him to be more present at home. His wife, mm. whatever her wife whatever his wife's name is but just uh, a bunch yeah there, there we go that one she's kind of a big deal yeah she is yeah in so many ways um mm. but uh she wants to be, be more present at home for her and the kids which I get I absolutely get mid40s she's obviously concerned about his health I'm guessing I don't know but concerned about his health at least, I guess, maybe. But she said that she wanted she talked to him and say, hey, we're done. Like, we're done with football. Supposedly that that was the agreement with them when he retired. We quote unquote retired mm-hmm. was that was, okay, we're done. Now you can be a father, husband, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now I remind you, for everybody that forgot, Fox Sports then signs him to an outrageous contract obviously yeah. for when he retires. So yeah. she realizes, hey, uh, you went from still not being at, well, you're not home at at all, to you definitely won't be at home because Fox Sports just covers everything. Mm-hmm. So, I guess whatever was the drawing, whatever was the, was the final straw, so to speak. So that that was that. Now here's the tricky part. Mm. Not a tricky part, but an interesting part. Let's say All C two is doing well, but let's say he struggles. This is the final year of his contract in Tampa. Mm-hmm. She moved to Miami. Could we see him in Miami? No, I think he. Was, I think he's done anyway. However, mm-hmm. um, but yes, to answer your question, that's the rumors and that's what I'm hearing. So, and then he came out to say that you know he because somebody asked him. So when's when when is enough for you? And he. Chipper jabbered and this and something else. The picks and the things I picked out was the fact that he says, you know, I'm always playing on Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm never home from my kid's for the holidays and birthdays and this, and that. So I'm like, dude, you chose a profession. You continued to play after you've already announced your retirement. So I mean, I just think dude, he's one of those guys that just cannot stop. He's a workaholic, so to speak, but to the extremist. Hey man, I mean <laughs> He's winning games. So, I mean, power two is forty five. Giselle,
1: <laughs> shut up, okay? He's forty five. It's not like he's sixty five. Like, he'll there's plenty of time for you too, okay? Please stop. Second of all, he gets a lot of off time in the off season. Yeah, he does. So come on, dude. Like, how many do you get that much off time? Who me? Yeah. No. No.
0: So I get two days you, off a
1: week. Come on, man. What are we worried about here? And one week of vacation. What is she worried about? Exactly. They, they can go anywhere in the world and yeah. at any time. Like, that's not going to change anytime soon. So shut up. <laughs> Get well, over it.
0: My you thing married is like, him
1: when he was a football player. Like, he's yeah, still you a football knew, player.
0: You knew what, going into the relationship and marriage and everything else, what you were about to walk into. Exactly. He's gone, he's gone from July... Till, well, for him, to the end of the season, what it seems like nowadays. But February, January, for the most part. Very rarely cool. in December. So, and my and thing is. And by the that, way,
1: he likes football and his teammates more than he likes her.
0: So, obviously. So there's So, what?
1: Join the. Welcome to the world, lady. Uh, Every husband likes their friends more than they like their wives. <laughs> <laughs> i mean some people I, do though for real though we, we all love our wife dude don't get us wrong we all so, love our wife but without our homies we're just a shell we're just a gaunt silver gray fox living our i mean yeah exactly i don't know i say giselle bunch and shut up and get over it one more year
0: my thing is, yeah, he he doesn't have much left. It, it, he's decent this year. I think he's still obviously at an all-star level. I mean, it still amazes me at 45. He can literally throw the ball downfield still. I mean, I still give him props on that. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. No, real. yeah. I, I give him respect. I think he's almost, I and mean, I think he knows it. I think he's almost, if not there, I think he's just going to finish it. I still think after this year, regardless of what happens, if he wins mm-hmm. another ring or not, I think he's done. Yeah, I don't, I don't see him playing next year at all.
1: No, no, he's gonna he's gonna take Fox up on their three hundred and seventy five million dollar
0: offer. Hmm. Damn, can you imagine, bro, making millions off of the Patriots and the Bucks, and now and the endorsements galore, and now and, you're about to walk and Giselle, and he's got Giselle yeah.
1: money too, like
0: di- bro. And now you're about she's to more famous to than he in. is. Well, yeah worldwide right there Mm -hmm. no and then of course my thing is this it wasn't in for christmas for her for him to say bring it up so that must have been an issue too i'm sure Mm. from hers nobody up until this year there was never no nfl on christmas so what was the issue giselle i mean i'm thinking myself i don't know when the last time it was a christmas now this year we play on christmas Mm -hmm. i honestly can't remember when the last time the nfl played on christmas
1: I mean, it's been a few times, but Christmas is more of an NBA thing. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I'm thinking more of. But I think she wants to go home. You know what I mean? I think she wants to go to Brazil for Christmas, kind of thing.
0: I just think she's done with the limelight. She's trying to kind of somewhat ride off into the sunset and, with him, and he doesn't want to do it.
1: Well, he doesn't want to give up the homies, dude. Well, his, his, his is a in the whole, NFL. No, like. Dude, if, if if you could play until you're 45, like ask ask guys who really really love the game if they could play until they were 45, they would be like, hell yeah, I would play until I... yeah, yeah, home life be damned. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to play ball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's plenty of time for for marriage and all that other stuff later.
0: And At forty-five, I mean, I don't know his personal personal life. I'm sure at forty-five he's probably not thinking about any, about having any more kids. No. I mean, I, do, I sure wouldn't.
1: Do you think Giselle could do
0: better than him? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a joke. It was a weird it was a weird joke, but I wonder I who's mean, better who's better than Tom.
0: I, I don't really get into the famous people thing but uh, or follow them very closely like a lot of people do, but I mean, it could be worse. She could be with A-Rod. She could be with A-Rod. And A-Rod could be with her and yeah, would... the
1: neighbor lady and yeah. the cleaning lady and Jose Canseco's cousin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, if you think of the famous people that I know that's sports related, you know, obviously she's not with Michael Jordan. You know, I don't see her being with a Rod. Derek Jeter. I think he's married and happy. I think, I guess he's married. I don't know. I don't see him with uh, Derek Jeter. I don't think she likes sports. No, I don't think so. I think a lot of those models. I don't think are more. I don't think they're very sports people.
1: Yeah, and and then she was spending all those those Christmases in like Mm -hmm. Massachusetts, where the winters are. You know, can you imagine her in? Trying to shovel a, a sidewalk, you know what I'm saying?
0: She would hire somebody for that one.
1: Well, but she's not going anywhere, nonetheless. She would be stuck at home. She's probably like,
0: man, um, I don't like um, being at home. I want to be in Brazil. Mm-hmm. A I lot want of those, to be sexy. A lot <laughs> all day in Brazil. A lot of those models, they um, they they they, they want to stay in their country. I don't blame no
1: i mean when i was a model i wanted to stay right here but no i had to go all over the world and show my pretty face mm-hmm. to millions that's
0: probably where you knew me from before could be blue steel homie I might have just flipped through Twitter like, oh, this is model, which I don't know why it would pop up my Twitter feed, but who cares? Oh, it's Clyde. I should follow him. Yeah. Bam. yeah. That's
1: probably how it happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then Japan, you know, the pro wrestling in Japan happened.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh man. That's still happening. That's still That's
0: <laughs> That's how's your wrestling career going?
1: Oh, it's not very good. <laughs> But I mean, after 21 hours straight yesterday,
0: I mean, is there what a gonna,
1: What's going to kick my butt worse than that?
0: What about boxing, MMA? Oh, dude, that's my that's my heart right there. I love boxing. Man. That's one thing you don't see me very really, really good boxers anymore, like you used to.
1: That's not true. I disagree. Who just there say is that outstanding boxing right now going on
0: i don't really follow it i just used to follow it the old school ones oh dude there's some good fighters right there. there's some really
1: outstanding boxers right now i mean canelo just had a fight last week against triple g i mean triple g is obviously like 40 41 but that's a big fight
0: i bet mike tyson can still fight he looks like he could still fight
1: my dude, that guy he's is, is he he is my favorite person on earth, I think. Mm-hmm. He's my na- he's he's a national treasure. I watched him do a podcast with Graham Hancock and mm-hmm. they talked the most fascinating conversation for an hour and a half that I've ever seen. Right. Do you know who Graham Hancock is? Mm-hmm. It's like this um author that is he's he's really uh, he talks about the um the pyramids and he's one of the guys that are like hey these pyramids are way older than we're giving it credit for and the Sphinx you know the Sphinx has um water um erosion on it mm-hmm. and he's say he's one of those guys that was like hey this is This Sphinx is 12,000 years old. It's more than 12,000 years old. And it's basically flies in the face of all these Egyptologists. And they're like, what? Anyway, he's a really interesting um, historian, author. And he came on and had a, and Mike Tyson, he was on Mike Tyson's podcast. And it was freaking awesome, dude. Those two just got along swimmingly. Nice. Plus, they did mushrooms together. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Mike ate a bunch of mushrooms, and then they started talking about uh, um, conquerors. And Mike, Mike was talking. Mike was talking about Alexander the Great. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting. Especially those two very diametrically opposed foes. Very cool conversation.
0: Surprising to really. talk about George Foreman.
1: I think they did. They definitely yeah. talked about boxing, they talked about um, space and time travel. It was freaking what? Mike Tyson is brilliant, dude. No, I like Mike.
0: Um, um, and I know sometimes he can be a dirty player, but he's one of the best ever boxed, though, dude. Bro. He he, he, he scared people. Oh, God. You, yeah.
1: know, you, know, you know that story about when he fought Michael Spinks? Mm-hmm. It was maybe like right before your time. You were not even born yet, I don't think. Well, but yeah. I was like 10 when he fought Michael Spinks. And before the fight, Mike had his dressing room right next door to Michael, like Michael Spinks's dressing room. And Michael Spinks hears, boom, like construction going on. He just these loud, like, boom, boom, boom. And he's like, what in the hell is going on over there? Right. And um, somebody comes back over and goes, oh, that's, that's Mike hitting the bags. <laughs> and wow. Michael Spinks literally, like, was like, oh, my God, I do not want to fight this guy. He is going to kill me. So he lost that fight in 91 seconds, but Mm -hmm. he didn't even want to leave the dressing room. He was so scared. Hearing Mike punch the bags in the room next door. Wow. (laughs) Dude, that's mental warfare, dude. That's what Mike was perfect at. He knew how to get into your head. And uh, that's another thing he talks about is that Customato used to hypnotize him. Did you know this? Mm -mm. Have you heard this story? Mm -mm. So Customato would hypnotize him at like 13, 14, 15 years old. And he would like tell him that he was going to be the greatest conqueror and the greatest fighter that the world has ever seen. And that anybody who stepped in his way was just there to like, stop him from his ultimate dreams and his destiny. And that if somebody stood in his way that he had to like absolutely destroy them. And so Mike was like hypnotized into being this destroyer Mm -hmm. and conqueror, Quite literally hypnotized. Interesting yeah yeah it was an it's an interesting story that that relationship with customado too Was really interesting
0: is linux lewis still around
1: yeah yeah he's not obviously not boxing but yeah yeah, he's still, yeah he does hes he's a chess he plays chess dude
0: what do you think kind of music uh linux lewis listens to
1: uh classical <laughs>
0: Not reggae.
1: I think it's reggae and classical, dude.
0: I can see him being reggae for sure. Bob
1: Marley and Wagner. (laughs) 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 Definitely both of those.
0: What about money? What what about Floyd?
1: Floyd listens to podcasts
0: uh, about making money. I could definitely see that one. Yeah. Old school R and B. Mike Tyson? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm,
1: what does Mike I bet I don't know I bet he listens to podcasts too
0: he'd be one of those guys that you wouldn't expect to be like oh I come out and listen to country like you listen <laughs> to country like yeah I'm like yeah no I don't see that don't I don't
1: see
0: know, no I could see him just being one of those weird ones that he just randomly makes like Phil Collins or something like that
1: right uh, yeah that's probably what he li- He li- He likes Phil Collins remember in yep. The Hangover mhm and I like when the drums kick in. My my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, man.
0: No. Nah.
1: What kind of music was- do you listen to?
0: Yeah, really do. I don't listen to much music. Not man. like I used to.
1: Right, me either.
0: Cause Sally podcasts really are starting to I think radio overall is just starting to just die. Mm. It's dead. I mean, at least here in Oklahoma City, I mean, I can't obviously speak for Denver or, you yeah. know, any other metropolitan area, Chicago, what have you. I'm not sure they're all the same, but, you know, here, this, it's not what it used to be. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, a year or two ago, I think about as before COVID, it should have to be three at least, they did a massive, I want to say it was Tyler Media did a massive layoff. And a mm-hmm. lot of people, even a good buddy of mine, Mac, who uh, he was a, on a, on air host, you know, he got laid off. They did the la- mass layoff here in Oklahoma City. So I think radio's starting to have if it has already dead. I think it's just mm-hmm. a little bits and pieces of what's helping their ratings, I'm sure.
1: I know uh LJ's got his radio show too, huh? Mm-hmm. Shout out to LJ.
0: LJ's I listen my to your right podcast, there. LJ. If LJ's you're LJ's out there a, listening. LJ's a good guy. Yeah. Shout out to good. to LJ. You know who you are.
1: I would love to talk to LJ actually one of these days. I need to meet that guy.
0: I'll have to get him on the pod and us three can uh, have a good conversation. That dude is knowledgeable in so many ways. And even totally uh, in, in so many ways, and of course, you know, we used to talk off the RF mic, whatever you call it, but yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Shout out to LJ.
1: Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. He's got a good, ra- is he, he's on the radio though that out there in Oklahoma city. Mm-hmm. isn't
0: he? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, he's got a good show, man.
0: Yeah, he, uh, let me, I'm going blank here. I'm lucky like, yeah, I, I didn't do 21 hours of, <laughs> um, Of. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that yesterday, but uh, Lawrence Johnson, um, but uh, on jam, that's not what I want. I don't know why I'm not doing this. I'll just go on Twitter. No, I didn't do 21 hours. I'm really legit drawing a blank here, and uh, there it is. And um, why well, can't not think of his thing?
1: His call letters? Yeah, isn't it like 760 AM or something like that.
0: Six ninety. Yeah, it's seven sixty. Jam like OKC 86 Radio. Eighty six. you go Shout out to LJ. Sorry, LJ. Shout out LJ my out. shout out to tom george coach tom george for uh, being my personal trainer that dude's legit mm. personal on and off the field i've got to see him training people but that dude's on that dude's legit shout out to him he is uh the reason why i'm going back into weight loss and mm. uh, Shout-out to my good buddy of mine who gave me a shout-out yesterday on the phone, Mr. Wong Lam, the host of the Defining oh. Moments podcast. I think Wong and I and you and LJ and Talk Coach George need to have a good this pod conversation.
1: I would love that. Yeah, just I, I, I love all those guys on Twitter. Those guys are good stuff,
0: man. No, they're good people. There's not many Absolutely. out there anymore. By the
1: way, shout out to you for getting back in the gym, dude. Good for you, man.
0: Yeah, seventeen years. Last time I seen you in gym was uh, my freshman year at a small university in Casey, in Grayson, Kentucky. Kentucky Christian University was football practice and or weightlifting, I should say. And uh, that was the last time. That was that was two thousand and seven. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, my freshman year in college. Woo! That <laughs> That's there, just starting to show my age right there. Even though mid thirties ain't old, old, but it's I'm creeping up that road now.
1: You need to get that oil can out, homeboy. Huh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yesterday it was a uh, it was a good one, Uh good workout session. You know, there's a few things, you know, I, I'm sure I could probably do better on, but uh, the fact that uh, you know. Twelve minutes of run and jog and planks and mm. uh, ropes and everything. I mean, dude, it was it was physical. He he made darn sure that uh, you know, hey, you if you want to work out, here here's what's gonna you know. Of course, uh, Coach George, respectfully, he's a uh, you know military, so you know mm. how those training sessions are for them as it is anyway. So
1: heck yeah, good for you, man. Hey, dude, keep that up, man.
0: Just show up. Yep. Show up, show out. At least show up. At least maybe not show out yep. as much. I'll eventually get back to you know showing out, but it's it's going to be a while.
1: Just movement, dude. That's all it is, man. Just keep moving, bro.
0: Yeah. Good I, for you. I appreciate it, dude. It's, Hell yeah! Uh, it's going to be it'll be fun. Back at it tomorrow morning and uh, Friday morning. So good stuff. Ah, boy. Good stuff. Your prediction as we wrap up the show, uh 49ers, Broncos, what do you hope to see? What do you expect to see? And what's your final score? My
1: prediction pain. Um
0: <laughs> hopefully for the Niners,
1: dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think the Broncos, um I think the Broncos get it figured out this week. Kinda hope so. I think they get it figured out. I think they put some – I put. I think they put three touchdowns on the board and three more field goals, giving them a total of 30 points. So let's go 30-14.
0: Ooh, you think the defense is going to step it up this week? Mm-hmm. I like our defense. I think if PS2 does come back, and obviously Justin Simmons will be out a little bit longer, but um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I really hope to, you know, what I want to see is improvement, especially time management wise. Coach Hackett's got to get that thing under control. I don't want to hear the fans again start chanting. That's that's not going to be good. Yeah. Uh, what I want to see is a good uh, all-around uh, team win, a team uh, team ball. Prediction, I do think Denver does get it together. If they don't, I think it's enough to get the W. 30-14. Um, I do like that 14 though. Let's mm-hmm. go. I don't see 35 though. I'll do mm-hmm. 31 13.
1: Ooh, I like it.
0: Yeah, I'll go with that one.
1: Good good choice, man. I like palindromes. So that works for me. <laughs>
0: that's what I got hopefully we get we hopefully we get a two in one San Francisco of course uh, coming off the Trey Lance injury Jimmy G coming in you don't know what kind of Jimmy G we're gonna even see so it could be a good mm-hmm. week that we can come in and terrorize them we'll see
1: yeah this is the week I think we uh, decide who we are as a football team are we a undisciplined um very highly penalized low scoring team again or are we who we thought we were. Mm-hmm. Um, this week determines that, I think. You had your first two weeks to so kind of get the cobwebs out and play that last preseason game or two. This week this week is who we are. So I hope that we're the 30 to, to 14 that I predicted. Time will tell.
0: Hack it, please get this thing together, dude.
1: No doubt. Man.
0: Please come get on this yeah. together.
1: Or find somebody who can call plays for you, because I hope it's not Clint Kubiak. No offense.
0: There's got to be somebody. Got to be. All right, buddy. Well, on that note, guys, you're listening to the uh, Unscripted, Unfiltered, 100% Authentic Podcast, the Air Raid Attack. Big announcement, the Air Raid Attack is going belly up to be uh, belly up sports media has uh oh. has accepted the uh, area tech and we are nice. part of their wonderful podcast team so uh, more as we issue that out this week but nonetheless clyde thank you uh for coming on enjoyed yeah, it yeah thanks and for always. having me right Follow us on all major podcast platforms. Don't forget, every Thursday morning, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, new episodes released. So set your notifications for Thursday morning, 7 a.m., all new podcasts released. Until then, enjoy week number three of the NFL, week number four of college football, and we will see you all back next week. Have a great weekend. Go
1: Broncos.